All right, we're going to get started here tonight. Uh, episode 7, Celtics Talk Podcast. Uh, first of all, Marshall was not here for our last episode uh, talking about the draft. So we're going to give him a chance to discuss uh, how the Giants did and the picks they made, things like that. Marshall? Yeah, I, I really liked what the Giants put together in the draft. Um, obviously, the first pick, Andrew Thomas, I think a lot of people – Kind of, he wasn't a name that he was expected to go that high, um, but I think he's a solid pick. He's he was projected to be the best run blocker in the draft, which is definitely something we need to put in front of Saquon Barkley, who's a, a beast at Sam, and I would draft him number two every fucking time for a million years. So, so, I don't so care. Wait, I let draft me get this every fucking time. Let me get this right. You'd rather have. Saquon and Quentin Nelson and Andrew Thomas or whatever the hell his name is on the same line. Yeah, I'd rather have Saquon all day. Man, if Saquon what if Barkley, they had, that what if, that's that's the route I'm taking. What if they had drafted Saquon? I mean, if they had drafted a uh, Quentin Nelson and then they drafted Nick Chubb in the second round and then they had Andrew Thomas, I think that would probably be a little better. Uh, no, I like I like how we are now. Okay, think, carry on. I think with. A bunch of the other picks, like Xavier McKinney, an absolute steal. And then even a couple guys in the later rounds, um, the guard from Oregon and even the guy from UConn. I think they're developmental talent that you can kind of whip into shape. And I think they're uh, hog mollies, as uh, as Dave Gettleman would say. Um, so I think, I think we had a good draft. And I think there's a lot of prospects that could be shaped into good players that yeah. we picked later in the later in the draft. I think Xavier McKinney was a steal, steal the draft. Yeah, McKinney was a good pick. Yeah. Um, my ball, all right. Uh, well, if that's all you got to add on that, we can jump right into the just in spirit of the Jordan documentary that's going on. We're going to do a little uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate. So, uh, if anyone on the LeBron side wants to start. Zachary. Satch. Were you still the debate or the or – Zach, you there, buddy? Yeah, can you hear I'm here. You Classic. Playing yeah, I can hear you. Okay. With you. Go. Wait, so what are, what are we talking about? The documentary or the debate? We're, we're doing the debate. Okay, so in my mind – um, I think uh, I'm Team LeBron, so I think LeBron's the goat. Um, I think he's showing it with his physicality, with the teams he's won with. Um, I think that he's the biggest difference maker in the NBA as a sole player, arguably, obviously, with Shaq and MJ in there as well. But I think, in my opinion, there's that. Um, you look at the teams that he's beaten as well um, and how he's really grown as a player – as he's matured, I mean, like, the way I look at it is that he came right out of high school. I think he was 17 when he got drafted. So he even said it himself is that Cleveland, when he was first, there was really a learning period to mature. But then Miami was almost like him going away for college. So I think that's a really good analogy for him. But in my mind, he's, I think he's the best of all time. I mean, the stats, the stats say enough. Andrew, you want to give a little uh... – Give a little pushback there? Yeah. Yeah, I can provide a nice kind of foundation there. Um, I mean, certainly it's very hard to agree with just how much LeBron James has changed the game of basketball just in terms of his physicality and his physical dominance on the court. Um, but I just I, – I don't think that – I mean, 
Tarazi can try to say that LeBron is the biggest game changer in the history of basketball. I think there are a ton of people that are that you can list off that definitely would just had more of an impact on the court just by just by being there than LeBron James did. I'd certainly put Wilt Chamberlain there before them, who just raised right up there with LeBron as among them physically the most dominant players in the history of basketball. Larry Bird, history of sports. Oh, please. Uh, Larry Bird's great for a reason that's not his physical dominance or lack thereof. But, All right, carry on. But um, And I'd certainly put Michael Jordan up there. Just Michael Jordan, even though uh, if you, even though personally I'm not really a big fan of him, and if you read up stories on him, you'll find that he's not really one of the best guys humanitarian-wise and <laughs> character-wise out there, but just such a game-changer in terms of basketball. I mean, he came on the scene – right when the NBA was really hitting its golden age in the 80s with the battles between the Celtics and the Lakers, and he just was able to somehow almost single-handedly take that to a whole different stratosphere and just change the game, just not even just with his dominance on the court and winning winning all those rings in the 1990s and being winning Defensive Player of the Year and winning all those MVPs and just becoming, by acclamation, the greatest basketball player of all time, just culturally changed the game. I mean, just you, you look at the impact that the Air Jordan basketball shoes have had on basketball culture and culture in general. I mean, there was nothing like that before Michael Jordan came along. And back when he was in his prime in the 90s, people were literally killing each other over pairs of Air Jordans. Like, so this the guy's thing- this guy's just literally just in every single aspect of the game changed the changed basketball in every single way. And I, in my opinion, paves the way for guys like LeBron to come along. So the thing I want to say about Jordan, um, I didn't watch Jordan play. So like I'm getting a lot of new information about him now watching the documentary. And the thing I want to say about Jordan, like obviously he had Pippen and Rodman and those guys to help him win. But he stayed on the team that drafted him and had to overcome, like you, I'm sure who the guys who saw the documentary know, he had to overcome that Pistons team yeah. um, to finally get to the top and finally win. And then once he did get there, he basically won almost every year for like, like what was it, six and eight years? And like yeah. LeBron had to leave his team, that the team that drafted him in Cleveland. I mean, obviously Cleveland was shit and he took them to the finals. <laughs> But um, LeBron had to leave to go to Miami and team up with two of the better players in the league other than him to win a couple championships, and they still lost twice. And Jordan stuck with it and beat those Pistons, finally beat the Pistons, and then just kind of went on a winning spree for more or less eight years. So I just think I've been – I became so impressed with him watching the documentary. It kind of turned me over to the other side. Like, I was always, just because I've seen LeBron play for so long, I'm always like, oh, LeBron's got to be the GOAT. Like, this era also. And it's not even true that this era is necessarily easier because, like, you saw in the documentary, like, Jordan was getting beaten around the court by the Pistons. Like, he couldn't even go in the paint without getting knocked on his ass. And LeBron, if that had happened today, LeBron would have been crying on the floor. He would have had to get stretchered off. So, Sam has something to add on LeBron. Interesting. All right, so two things. First of all, are we talking about who changed the game more or who's a better player? Because I was under the conception that this I think they fuse into each other with all due respect. (laughs) Okay, um, and also, if Michael Jordan, who was three inches shorter and 50 pounds lighter than LeBron James, or, yeah, than LeBron James, 
could dominate in that era, what do you think LeBron would have done? He would have put up 40 a game on probably 10 rebounds and 12 assists if you wanted to. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it's true. Think about it. Well, it's not particularly true because LeBron didn't play in that era, so you can't prove that for facts, not to mention the fact that Michael Jordan played a completely played a different position than LeBron James did, thus accounting for his uh, shortness, his more his shortness in stature. So it's and better. Weight so it was better that he was shorter and lighter. I'm, I'm just saying that. I mean, it's just part of how basketball works. That I mean, obviously, the guys who are shortest usually play point guard, and the guys who are tallest usually play center. We can blame genetics for that one, I guess. Yeah, you can. That that doesn't mean that you can't fault LeBron for having better genetics than Jordan. And you can't fault Jordan for having more rings than LeBron. I mean, one of the what, biggest what, things what I look at. have anything to do with it? Well, because LeBron's it, it, made more finals. Well, well, I'll, and he's had to play. He's had to play the Warriors twice, or whatever it was, four times, or whatever. He had to play probably the best team of all time with KD, Curry, Clay. Well, well here's here's my. I don't big think things. Jordan ever had to play that team, did he? Well, no, but I mean, everybody got rings when LeBron's been around. I mean, you look at the amount of great players who played in Michael Jordan's era who, like, didn't get rings just because of how dominant a player he is, like Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller, Gary Payton. Uh, They're not that good, though. Carl Malone. Carl Malone won, a two, won two MVPs and yeah, was the, all, the second out. all-time he's leading scorer. Like, John Stockton. These are, he's the se- Bullshit. He's the second all-time leading Carl scorer. Carl Malone winning MVPs when he had John Stockton on his team. Yeah, but Carl Malone was the scorer. That's why they called him the mailman. Okay. Well, at the same time, dude, LeBron has played against the most dominant teams of all time with his finals losses, which people account for. And – Dude, there was this one year, one year where he averaged a triple double in the finals, and literally brought the Warriors to six games when he had Tristan Thompson, Iman Shumpert, Jair. Right. Smith, and yes, Dumbledore. I remember. And we talk about how if those guys were alone on a team, they would win like thirty games, if that. Oh and yeah. Michael Jordan, the year he left, that team won sixty-five. Yes, I'm not. I'm not saying that LeBron James didn't carry that Cavs team that won finals. I'm just saying you look at Michael Jordan's body of work, and it's just more impressive. He's won more MVPs. He's won more rings. He was a better defensive player. That's why he won Defensive Player of the Year one year. LeBron James has not done that. LeBron James, one of the best defenders in the league for 10 years. Did he win Defensive Player of the Year like Michael Jordan did? No, but why, why does that matter? I think today more so than It ever matters also. more if you receive recognition for your dominance. And Michael Jordan, it seems like, based on that, has received more recognition. All right, let's give Matt a chance to speak. All right, so I'm on Team Jordan. I'm going to say a few things. Even if LeBron had beaten the Warriors two times, say instead of the Warriors, the two times they lost, they played a generic opponent and won, he still has fewer rings, and he's been there more, I get that. But being there more is a bigger factor with, say, Super Bowls, for example, because it's not a seven, it's a seven-game series, so it's not like one bad bounce can change anything. And a lot of people say, all right, so the errors were different, so you can't compare winning. So then you can say, all right, who has better stats? And Jordan Jordan does have better stats if you factor in scoring and defense. And and then you could say, well, he played in an easier era, yes and no. So he played in an era where, yeah, the defenders might not have been as athletic, but the rules were a lot easier for defenders. And there were guys that played in the league with Jordan and played in the league with LeBron. And it's not like this all of a sudden in 1995 those guys couldn't score and then in 2005 when LeBron was playing they were putting up 30 points a game 
So you can mm-hmm. actually compare the eras in that way, and it's not right. like scoring exploded. So I would say you can compare the eras how you want, but the bottom line is Jordan put up better stats than LeBron. So even if you make it a draw because the lock or whatever, playing the Warriors or being on the Cavs with winning, I think when you factor in stats, that would be the, the leg up for, for Jordan. And right. Yeah, so that that's what I would say. Right, and I might add with uh, just a couple more rebuttals to Sam's point. One that you said, despite LeBron being one of the best defenders in the league, which he is, he's made five All NBA defensive first teams in comparison to Jordan's nine. And also, just to kind of make this more overarching, just with with regards to your kind of players playing in different eras argument that you always talk about guys who guys would have put up so much better numbers if they played in different played in like earlier eras like 20 years ago like I just I view it as irrelevant because one in that case you're pretty much just saying that everybody all players born like the most recent players who play the most recent era are always the better players like by your logic technically James Harden could be better than Michael Jordan because he's put up great numbers in a more difficult era it's just, I think it's a hapless argument, and I think it's irrelevant to the conversation. Well, I don't think James Harden has made nine, nine championships. I don't think James Harden has nine finals appearances, but I can double-check that if you want. Well, I don't really appreciate your sarcasm, and I recognize that you're just using it to deflect my criticism of your, albeit hapless, argument, but nonetheless. All right, here's another thing. So, how about LeBron James has a higher field goal percentage, higher three-point percentage, more steals or more assists per game, more rebounds per game in the playoffs. That's all the same. More rebounds per game, more assists per game, higher field goal percentage, higher three point percentage. So, what's your argument against that? He Doesn't that just mean LeBron that Jordan's better than him in the other three major statistics? Then, what? What? You just said that LeBron had higher assists per game and rebounds per game so that does not mean that michael jordan does has higher skills per right, game but and i also just said that he has a better field goal percentage so maybe he shoots better and he sh- he's, he's a lot more smart about when he shoots anybody else yeah where's tarazi at? yeah tarazi show your face i said a good amount i started the whole thing um I... oh yeah true i forgot Mar- marshall 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 yeah, as much as I uh, hate to say, I think I think LeBron's a goat just statistically, and just the teams he's transformed into the championship caliber team solely because of his presence on that team. I think is is all you really need to say about it. I mean, especially the statistics. I think if you look at that, it's just it's over. I think he's a goat. I hate him. I hate his guts, but he is a ridiculous athlete and a ridiculous basketball player. Charles, do you have anything to add before we uh, move on to trivia? Um, I think that everyone made a very good point to the side, especially Andrew and Sam um, and Matt as well. I didn't know the the uh, point of view that he made was very interesting. Um, I think the thing one people didn't mention was really like like we mentioned the physicality, but then like the hand checking in the MJ era. Andrew, you say that he is nine defensive. Uh, uh, all NBA yeah. first, uh, and, yeah, first and he has defensive player of the year, but he was allowed to literally slap the hand in the wrist of the player. LeBron can't do that. I mean, I'm not questioning Jordan or LeBron's physicality on defense, but I feel like that's a huge, uh, huge advantage for MJ. You can just imagine LeBron slapping your wrist or hand, and that's not a foul. That's I think that's a I think that's a point to bring up. 
Yeah, but that yeah, goes no. both ways too. I mean, Michael Jordan averaged 30 points per game with guys being able to do that. I'm to just him. saying defensively. I think the point is here is that you can make a pretty good argument for either one, and I think that's why the debate has been going on for so long. Also, the other argument, the argument that LeBron, I, I don't get how you think he wouldn't have been better in that era if he's three inches taller and 50 pounds heavier and it's all muscle. I just don't like to deal in hypotheticals, that's all. All right. Uh, one more thing. The one thing I would say about that is you're you're more likely to be bigger if you're a, if you're a forward than if you're a guard. Like exactly. Shaq, for example, being bigger than LeBron, he's a center and LeBron's a forward. Now, I'm I'm not saying LeBron isn't more athletic, possibly than Jordan, but if we we're going by pure athleticism, then there's like. 20 player, twenty above average players right now that are better than some Hall of Famers from the 90s. So I don't know if you can really do that to a great extent, but I get the point. Oh, yeah. I'm saying that if, if you – if LeBron James if, – so they have – Jordan and LeBron have pretty similar skill sets. Would you agree with that? I can totally agree with that, yeah. So what I'm saying is that if you put a guy with a similar, similar skill set to LeBron, but – or to Jordan, but he's three inches taller and 50 pounds heavier. He would dominate the league more I, so than Jordan. But, but, but I get that. I get that. You don't do the hypothetical. Well, so. yeah. Like, I, I mean, if I could just uh, try to find some middle ground here, like, I mean, I, I can completely, completely agree that in all likelihood, if LeBron James had played in Michael Jordan's era, that it is, it is more of just given his physical dominance. I would definitely say he's more physically dominant just as a person in general and more athletic than Michael Jordan is, I would, I would definitely say that in, in all likelihood he would have, would have dominated during Michael Jordan's era. My only just, just my only thing is just that he didn't play in Michael Jordan's era. Right. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think to Jordan's credit, to, to the Jordan point, if he had played in today's era, he would have had the training that LeBron has and the weightlifting and all that. So, right. All right. All right. Perfect. Okay. Ash, Ashton, are you ready to go with trivia? Um, Um. <laughs> yeah, we're good. All right, so I think we're just gonna do Matt and Sam and I on the same team because that's what's easiest, and then we can do Tarazi, Marshall, and Andrew. All right, let's yep. do it, Team Bailey. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right, guys, welcome to trivia. <laughs> we got seven questions for you. All right. Um. Heads or tails, um, Matt, Josh, and Sam. Heads. Heads. Yeah, I'm flipping it. We want the ball. All right, it's heads. All right, we're going to go first. We're going to receive. Okay. <laughs> what city did the New Orleans Hornets temporarily move to due to Hurricane Katrina? Ooh. Houston. <laughs> Um, uh, Houston. Final answer. Yeah. Incorrect. Goes to the other team. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Marshall, any ideas? I think, what, the New Orleans I think it, I, so the Katrina was what year again, Andrew? Do you remember? Oh, oh, the oh, Thunder five, yeah. weren't there. They didn't have a team. I think that was like the main reason the this, this Sonics moved of how well they played 
I think it's Oklahoma City. I think that was the city, if I remember correctly, because that was a big factor in how Seattle chose Oklahoma. Bring back the sound. Yeah, facts. Uh, I guess Oklahoma City is our final answer. Yeah. Correct. Trousy, you're fucking. I'm not, dude. I'm like, Goes back to you. You guys better not be looking I'm literally not. I didn't get one right last time. Marshall, okay. low-key dark horse to be looking this up. Okay. <laughs> Next question goes to Tarazi and Andrew Marshall's team. Who won the 2014, 2013-2014 Rookie of the Year? Oh, Jesus. NBA. 2013. Jesus. 13-14. Uh, no, it was uh, – what was that guy's name? Michael Carter-Williams. Yeah, I think. yep. Final answer, yeah. Final answer? All right, correct. Two zero. He was filthy in two K fourteen for some right. reason. Well, let's let's go back to uh, Sam and them. <laughs> Which quarterback threw five touchdowns in one quarter? Brady. Tom Brady. Final answer. Yeah. yeah. Correct. I had to give you guys a that name. Tennessee game. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. That was a. That was um. A- okay, then I'm gonna try to make this competitive. All right, back to this kid. Two one. Back to Tarazi's team. No, Who did MJ say was the toughest defender he's ever faced? Oh shoot! Shit, I know it. I know it's on the. It was in the. Yeah, bottom. I saw this. Um. Oh shit! Damn it! Toughest defender? Oh god! Um. God, you're such a tool. <laughs> I remember he mentioned Rip Hamilton. Was that for shooting his mid range? Yeah, never mind. Um. All right, I'm going to give you guys 10 seconds. What? If you're not going to know. All right, let's go with Reggie Miller. Nine, eight, seven. It wasn't wrong. Reggie Miller, let's do it. Final answer, Reggie Miller. Trazzy and Mark, you okay with that? Yeah. Incorrect. Back to Josh. Damn it. I have the – I can picture the guy in my head, but I don't remember his name. So, I guess we'll pass on this one. You guys want to use a hint? Rodman. Oh, final answer? Yeah. Well, Rodman was on his team. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> he, he played against him on the Pistons. Yeah, don't true. don't that ever true. laugh that like that again, Tarazi. I was trying to add comedic. <laughs> bring some comedy and, Okay. The answer was he played against him three different Dumas? years when he was on the Pistons. That was the a better answer than Reggie fucking Miller. The answer was Joe it Dumars. Was Dumars? Damn it. Okay. Um, we go back to whose team? It's them. Josh's team? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Demars, damn it. Who won Super Bowl MVP even though his team lost the game? Brady in 17. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Don't worry, guys. I know this, I think. Can you can we get a hint? Um, sure. <laughs> sure. Um, the the uh, what's it called? The teams that played each other was Miami versus Dallas. Miami versus Dallas. Shit. Um, 
I'm oh, just gonna go. Not, you're right. It, it was Colt. It was Baltimore Colts versus Dallas. Um, Johnny Unitas. Final answer. Yeah. No. Back to them. It was Chuck Howley. He played linebacker for the Cowboys. Final answer. I have no clue. Yes. Correct. I have no idea. Jesus, how do you know that? That's absurd. Andrew knows every single Super Bowl winner. Or um, okay, back to them. Don't worry. I'm going to give you guys a chance. We're here. up 3-1, Ashton. It's okay, me, well, Trazzi, and Marshall. All right. Um, who made the most consecutive threes during a three-point contest? It wasn't Bird, was it? I think it was recently. Was it Clay? It might, yeah, actually, I feel like I it thought was, it was recently. It might have been a. You want to use a hint? Hint, Ashton? Um, um, one second. The player played for. The Bucks. Oh, it's Craig Hodges. Is that an answer, Andrew? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm pretty sure. Up. Yeah. How the fuck do you know this? Final yeah. answer? Yeah. Correct. <laughs> what the fuck? That's just insane. Dude, are you like, looking at my phone? I'm not even close to you. All on, right. On God. Okay. Um. Well, I guess the game's over. <laughs> they win, but for just for shits and gigs, <laughs> what quarterback led the Patriots to their first Super Bowl? Oh, in 85? Yep. Uh, it was Tony Eason backed up by Steve Grogan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's just move on to the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's just move on to Mount Rushmore. Sam, you were not helpful. I expected big things out of you. <laughs> Sam was just taking a piss, so. All right. Anybody want to take some notes down? Yeah, I got it. Wait, what's this Mount Rushmore? One's in there. I'm sorry? Add some more baseball questions. Yeah, sorry, I don't totally do trivia. I'll add, I'll add some golf and baseball next time. All right. Okay, so, um, Josh, would you like to do the intro to uh, Mount Rushmore, please? Yeah, so tonight's Mount Rushmore, we're going to do ice cream flavors. Um, let's try to keep it as traditional as possible. Traditional. Wow, interesting. Okay, I can go some traditional. Like you can't, you can't go like super like out of. Don't try to like everyone. Like nut guess. job Ben and Jerry's flavors. Every the point is everyone can guess four ice cream flavors, but like try to keep it like reasonable. Yeah. All right. What's the order looking like, Ashton? All right, we're gonna start off with Matt. Give it to me, Matt. Oh, all right. Four flavors. Um, no, you're gonna just. You're, we're gonna oh, go. start off the draft. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. Dolce de Lesse Caramel. It's a good one. Who's next, Ashton? Um, you, Zach. Okay, um, I guess chocolate chip cookie dough. That's mine. Damn it! I wanted that one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. We're going with cookies and cream. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm four? Yeah, you're three. I can't hear because everyone's Josh laughing. is three. You're three, Josh. I'm three? Yeah. You're up. So can I use what Marshall just used? <laughs> yeah. All right, Oreo. That's what you I was going to do anyway. <laughs> Marshall, you're up. Uh, cotton candy. 
Cheese <laughs> candy. Yep, hot take. Cotton <laughs> candy. <laughs> Mama candy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, you're up. Sam's up. <laughs> yep. Chocolate peanut butter cup. That's a good one. Um, Andrew. Coffee ice cream. Jesus. So I can think of. I'm gonna go with coffee Oreo. And I will then go with coffee. Coffee. Oreo, and then my next pick is going to be straight up chocolate. Interesting. I'll go with um, uh, mint chocolate chip. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smoke a meat cigar. All right, I got a Sam next. Sam, half baked. Ooh, it's a Ben and All Jerry's right, flavor. I like it. We have Marshall. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Strawberry. My up, Josh is up. How about vanilla? Um, Old school. Second, I'll go Rocky Road. Shoot! Damn it! What was that? On the wrap around. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna go with s'mores. No, it's it's. Oh shit! I forgot that goes. Uh, I'm gonna do s'mores. Okay. And then and then I get another one. Um, I'm gonna choose. Um, <laughs> birthday cake. What the- ice cream flavors. <laughs> what, what was that? Matt? You said birthday cake. He's- so I went s'more. I went s'mores, and then on the wraparound, I went for birthday birthday uh birthday cake. Yeah. I'll say, uh, <laughs> it's a I'll do a peanut butter cup. I'm not sure if Sam said that. He said uh, chocolate. I'll chocolate do regular peanut cup. butter cup. I'm going to refrain you. Okay, I'll pick another one. That's fair. That's... I'll pick another one. Um, I'm not a big ice cream Chocolate guy. fudge brownie. Good one. <laughs> I think it's Josh. Um, after that, we got Josh. Um, I'm going to go Grand Central Station. Oh hell yeah, a Westy favorite. Alright. Okay, Marsh. Moose tracks. Oh, that's hell a yeah. should have been your first that's, pick. Fuck you, Fuck yeah. Um, Sammy. C- C- cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually Fuck. what I was gonna say. Fuck. Alright. Fucking Colonel. <laughs> I thought you were up. No, I'm uh, Is orange sherbet? Yeah. Not that's sure? a- All right. Yeah, I'll go with that. You have to ask it. <laughs> it's really good, but it's like barely ice cream. Dude. Um, Actually, I'll change that and I'll go with cherry Garcia. That's a good flavor. I'm going to go with the tonight, though. The what? Are we not allowed to do well, Mary's flavors? No, yeah, that's fine. Okay. The yep. Tonight Dough, it's a class. It's one of Eric's favorites. <laughs> Eric knows his desserts pretty well, huh? Oh, he's in a real aficionado. Still you, uh, dummy. All the good ones are gone. Um, <laughs> nope, there's still one out there. Dude, I don't fucking know what to do. 
shit. Andrew, why did you take up all the ones off the website? I didn't. You're looking them up too, you trout. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go with mint Oreo. <laughs> How many Oreos are we gonna do? Too many. All right. Oh Jesus, Christmas. Um, shoot. I was just. All right, you know, what? I'm gonna go with the iconic ice cream. The best ice cream out there, Superman ice cream. Makes you shit blue. Makes you shit green, Ashton. All right. <laughs> All right. It's so good. It just gives you sh- gives you green shit. Who's up, Marshall? Yep. Um. Uh, no fucking idea. Uh. <laughs> I'll go with the. Uh... Dude, I have no idea. How about Nancy Pelosi's asshole? <laughs> Come back to me. I need to think. Okay, Sam. I mean, no, uh, I think. Josh. Um, oh, I, maybe... me- I went to go with Sam. It was Sam's turn anyway. Cake batter. Matt said birthday cake already. No, those are two different flavors. All right, fine. Very yeah. Very cake batter. <laughs> Marshall. Sorry. Did someone say Reese's? No. Yeah. Reese's. That's well, peanut butter cup. Someone oh, yeah, said chocolate weird. peanut butter cup, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go with, go with cherry. Okay. Cherry. <laughs> does that, that even fair. exist? I'm trying to think of if I have an idea, right? Yeah, I'm looking I've up heard on cherry vanilla. <laughs> I've heard of cherry vanilla before. That is cherry Garcia. Yeah, okay. I already picked that. You have to get another one, Marshall. God damn it. French vanilla? <laughs> good. Go with toilet bowl. Someone said vanilla. Yeah. Oh my God. You have to go with another continent's vanilla. All right, Josh, we'll, we'll go to you for now. Um, I'm going to go – I'll go milk and cookies, Ben and Jerry's flavor. Yep, gotcha. <laughs> Throw out oh, uh, uh, fudge swirl. <laughs> well, that's horrible. No, I'm just not thinking. I'm not accepting that. Yeah, it's no fish food. Fish food. That's like the worst Ben and Jerry's flavor ever. Probably, that is the worst thing I've ever. <laughs> the worst ice cream flavors I've like, ever. Like literally, took a dump in the carton and put Matt. vanilla ice cream in there. Whoever said Superman already lost. That's me. I have like the yeah, best. You list lost. 